Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salati wa salam ashrafi mursaleen Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammad al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Bimadadakum wa nazarakum Sayyidi ya Rasul al-Kareem Ya Habib al-Azim Madhi ya Sayyidi ya Sultani al-Awliya Mashiach abdani Faiz al-Daghistani Naqib al-Ummah wa iz al-Ummah Sayyidi al-Qalam wa Sayyidi al-Kawthar Sayyidi al-Kun fayakun Madhi ya Sayyidi ya Sultani al-Awliya Mashiach Muhammad Nazim Aad al-Hakani مادی سلطان قلوبنا مانان شیخ شام کبانی مدد الحق حجت الله المخلص عوض بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم اتی الله اتی رسول و اول العمر منکم and a reminder always from myself and abdukul ajisu daifu miskinu zalimu jahal and by the grace of Allah zawajal that I'm still in existence at any time Allah get fed up and life is finished, your breath is gone and existence is finished for the servant. Allah's ni'mat and blessing keeps us in this oceans of light and realities. In this holy month, this 10 days of hajj, the realities of hajj, the deep and immense, immense rewards and blessings that Allah giving from the beginning of Muharram we started on our pilgrimage. The first month we stepped out on our right foot and that was the beginning of the hijrah and the movement towards Allah's Divinely Presence which never ends. All the way to the month of Hajj, the twelfth month, the month of completion with all of its blessings and its barakah, they remind for us that these acts of faith from Sayyidina Ibrahim Sayyidina Hagar and Sayyidina Ismail it's a reminder. We've heard and you don't know how many times somebody hears something and begin to click into their heart that, I'm now understanding what you're talking about. That the hujaj are now moving towards the tents of Mina. And the realities we talked of the tawaf and the reality of circumambulation and the reality that Prophet is circumambulating Most High with Allah in His Divinely heart and moving around. And that's what Allah describing Qalbil Mu'min Baytullah. Baytul Mahmur is up, that is the maqam of Sayyidina Muhammad As Prophet is making that tawaf, those emanations, it's a waterfall, Tanzil al-Rahmah is coming all upon creation. As they're moving now towards the realities of the Jamarat and the Shayateen, the three tests in life that have to do with our reality and the reality of Islam, the reality of Iman and the reality of Maqam al-Ihsan. Islam is to submit your will to the will of God Almighty. The English of it, wherever you are, whatever religion, whatever practices you are practicing, your Islam is about submitting your will to the will of God, to the will of Allah Sayyidina Ibrahim not to lower 
any stations, astaghfirullah is not even something imaginable but they lend themselves for an understanding because Allah wants to teach through their life example and their example has an eternal reality. Our life is about reaching towards our Islam where we're going to submit our life and our being for the Divinely Presence, that I submit my will. That's what Allah wants from us. I don't want anything of your property and your goods, I want the only thing that I gave to you back and that is Islam. I want your free will. All my creatures and all my animals they have no will, they surrender. You the talking baboon, me included. Because we're not no longer ihsan from paradise people. You the animal that talking and have all this gift, submit your will back to me. And Allah inspires within our heart and turn to Islam. Take a path in which submit your will and your desire to my Divinely desire and my Divinely will. And Sayyidina Ibrahim comes into our life and teaches that I'm representing that station for this example that Allah put an order within my heart and my whole being fighting that order if I have to do that. And everybody has a desire and a love within their heart and Allah come into that heart and say, I'm requesting it. From the great Prophets of Allah comes into our life and teaching that Allah wanted something from Sayyidina Ibrahim, he represents in this example the Ulul Amr. That you coming to Islam, the reality of Islam is to submit your will to the will of Allah be the people of the Amr, the people who obey the command of Allah we're not a people and every Jummah is repeated, we're not a rebellious people, we're not a protesting people, we don't take any issue to the street. The only protest we have is with shaitan and that should be within the heart of insan. Every Jummah Allah warns us, have good character, don't rebel, fight only yourself. And the Ulul Am Sayyidina Ibrahim coming to teach, I want to take you to these maqams and these realities. Your life is about trying to become from the Ulul Am. That what is Allah requesting from us and how are we going to try to obey? That's the first jamarat that they're throwing the awliyaullah when they're moving, Allah is dressing them from the secrets of Atiullah, Atiya Rasul, Ulul Amri Minkun. Every time we recite that, Allah taking away all of the forbiddens and granting upon the soul all of the commands just by the recitation of Mawlana Shaykh's teaching. But in this real hajj that's happening now in the presence of Sayyidina Muhammad and the Prophets of Allah the holy companions of Prophet the Ahlul Bayt of Prophet and the awliyaullah, they are the real hujaj that are moving and being dressed by these realities. As they're moving and meeting into the presence of Sayyidina Ibrahim is teaching them and dressing them, be from Ulul Am and every moment of your life you're going to be challenged by Allah's command and do your best to fulfill what Allah has asked from you.
they begin to stone the Jamarat and they stone with 21 stones. The time 21 times that's secret because this is from the realities of Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem. When they're collecting the stones at the end, they're opening from the secrets of Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem. They're all these realities to open upon their soul. As they reach to the second Jamarat, the second shaitan that's standing there is a reminder of the station of Sitna Hagar that I'm representing Atiyah Rasul. Now you're elevating. If you can live a life in which to follow the Ulul Am, the people who obey Allah's command, they're not left, they're not right. They're trying to move in that direction. Sidna Hagar comes into their life and says, Now throw your stone and be from people of Atiyah Rasul because she followed her husband, the Messenger of God. If you're able to follow the command, then the next maqam will be opening is from her reality. That stone this shaitan that he's fiercely coming after you in the station of faith. And Prophet described, if you ask people, do you have faith? They say, yeah, Shaykh, I have faith. I pray, I give my zakah. No, no, you don't have no faith. Faith is an event. Faith is not something you say, I have faith. Faith is when Allah says, you have faith. You're going to have an exper experience and a light that comes into your heart and you're going to have an overwhelming experience. You, you will see that light. Allah will present your life before your eyes because now the maqam of faith is the opening of the heart. Sayyidina Hagar comes and it's not something easy. It's not going to make any sense your whole life that how my Prophet is telling me she's going to, he's going to sacrifice my son. It makes no sense to me. It doesn't even make sense in the sharia of that time. But love of Prophet it's not for me to understand anything, I don't know myself. Until Allah make it clear, our way was Surat Al-Kahf. This discussion between Nabi Musa and Sayyidina Khidr Don't think you know, little bit of knowledge of yours is confusing every mind. As soon as you teach something they use this two cents and two pieces of knowledge that they learned to battle against what you're trying to teach. Allah said, don't. This maqam of Atiyah Rasul, you know nothing. All you know is that your love for the Rasul you obey and we are the people of Samina wa Atana. We heard and we obeyed. We follow the Ulul Am, we hear, we obey. If that is accomplished and Prophet described this faith, love me more than you love yourself. How many people love Prophet more than they love themselves? We're going to describe because this is, this is not a philosophy class. This is a class in which you can quickly determine who you are by their teachings. They don't teach philosophy. It has to be a work in progress and an experiment that you can verify at any time. So she's teaching love the Rasul, obey the Rasul, spit upon the shaitan. 
he's gonna continuously try to confuse you from fulfilling the command that Allah wants. If your Islam is strong, your belief is strong and your faith is strong because they have a love this man and woman. Why Allah gave the example by his wife? Because there's a love. You have to have a love, your body has to have a love for your soul. You have to care for your soul. She's something precious within you that Allah gave. You cannot destroy your soul. You cannot not feed your soul. You cannot abuse your soul and abandon your soul. It's a love. You think that only you have to protect your wife? No Allah I gave you something more precious than her because she also has her soul. But I gave you a precious soul within you, fragile. Your physicality has to protect her, your belief has to nourish her. Allah's izzat has to give her might to bring her into her strength. That is then that love and shaitan not happy with that and keep bombarding. If they can accomplish that jamarat, if they can accomplish that stoning, that Ya Rabbi let us to fulfill our covenant, our ahad, our, our contract that we made with you, Allah asked us all of these and we said yes to Allah The last jamarat that they're taking us is now the whole secret of Sayyidina Muhammad The Sayyidina Ibrahim maqam, most difficult, most get killed on that stone. That's the one where the guy way far behind is throwing rocks at your head. <laughs> no matter how they fix the jamarat, people die on jamarat. Nobody dies on tawaf, nobody dies on Safa Marwa except now they have the go-kart. And I think they just let the ladies learn how to drive and the go-karts had smashed all the marble pillars on the Safa Marwa. <laughs> so this third one, most difficult. And Sayyidina Ismail comes into our life and begins to teach, if your Islam was strong, your deen was strong, your love for Prophet was strong and Allah opened a light within your heart of faith. Allah opens that light because faith is not something you should be dropping out of. When the light comes into the heart they begin to become Ahlul Basira. They see what people don't see as a result their faith Allah wants to increase it day by day. That you see shayateen and you see my paradises, who could choose shaitan? But when you can't see, you can be fooled. So Allah want to increase their faith, increase their faith. When they increase their faith, a child will be born. Between your body and your soul when they come together, just like the man and the woman, a new entity will be born. And that's why we said in Taskiyatul Awliya, they would go many times to teach their students at the graveyard of big ulama, haq. So this ulama, he's one years old, this ulama he was two years old, this shaykh was three years old because he only reached fitratul Islam at his old age. And in their eyes he only served one year in that reality. Means this fitratul Islam and the, the birth of an innocent reality 
is Maqam al-Ihsan. And Sayyidina Ismail comes into our life and says, do you want this Maqam al-Ihsan? If you're Ahlul Muhammad from Ummat and Nabi this is your station, this is your inheritance. And all your Safa and Marwa, Safa and Marwa back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The Atiyah Rasul when you begin from the people who have obeyed Prophet what Allah opens for you so that you can succeed the Zamzam. She moved back and forth, back and forth, back because she's the Maqam of Atiyah Rasul. So I struggled and moved and moved and moved until Allah inspired on the seventh time hit the ground and we will begin to nourish you in your movement. Because this movement of obeying Prophet you can no longer be sustained from this dunya. I will sustain you from my oceans of kawthar. Attainaka al-kawthar li rabbika wanhar. She sacrificed and shaitan came to her and said, do you know what he's about to do? She sacrificed, of course she's kawthari. She said, whatever Allah won't. She didn't sacrifice money, she didn't sacrifice property, she f- sacrificed her son. She's then now an example, you want to be from the people of Kawthar, pray unto your Lord and live a life of sacrifice. That Zamzam opened not for Sayyidina Ibrahim no disrespect to Sayyidina Ibrahim this is only to give an example. Allah open the kawthars, open my fountains of kawthar, bring it into this ocean I would not have sent the reality of Prophet but it's a rahmah and I'll sustain him from his oceans of kawthar that he has in paradise and that fountain begin to flow into dunya. So that Sayyidina Ismail could drink from that, nourish his reality because from his light now is coming the best of all creation. The reality of Sayyidina Muhammad is coming. Allah saying, no nothing from this dunya going to sustain that reality but I'm going to make him to drink from my kawthar oceans. So Sayyidina Ismail comes into our life and begins to teach that and we said many times before he make himself to be halal. So Sayyidina Ibrahim is now going to go and sacrifice his son. The wife is submitting to the order of the Rasul. Sayyidina Ismail begins to tell his father that you find me to be patient with what Allah has ordered for you. And only by the sense of an example Sayyidina Ibrahim is allowing the example that who was higher in this sacrifice? The one who sacrifices his property or the one who sacrifices himself? As a result of Sayyidina Ismail's sacrifice of himself, Allah gave him to drink from the kawthar. Sayyidina Ibrahim didn't have a kawthar opening. The kawthar zamzam opened because of the reality of Sayyidina Ismail comes into our life and now teaches us that this nation of Sayyidina Muhammad their honour and their dignity is not in the sacrificing of their property, their money and their time. 
but they will astonish on how they sacrifice themselves. Their nation in which they sacrifice themselves for the love of Sayyidina Muhammad And they come and teach us this, this maqam al-ihsan, this maqam of perfection, live a life in which you sacrifice yourself for that reality. You first think it's sacrificing for Allah for the love of Allah no doubt. But then Allah clarifies, قُلِينِي كُنْتُمْ تُهِبُونَ اللَّهِ فَتَّابِيُونِي يُهِبُكُمْ اللَّهِ Begin to clarify, you want my love, you're doing this for my love, follow Prophet As soon as you learn from awliyaullah, all those who want to follow Prophet then sacrifice yourself. We're not talking about blowing yourself up. Sacrifice yourself means take all your bad characteristics to be down. Take all the bad desires to be down. And then they begin to teach this station of maqam al-ihsan is by this character they have that they wanted to reach Allah's satisfaction. They wanted the love and the acknowledgement of Prophet all the companions. They sacrificed themselves, they had not seen Allah Who sees Allah They saw Sayyidina Muhammad As a result of the love and the character of Prophet they endured hardship, they endured humiliation, they endured all types of difficulties. What? For the love of Prophet So they could be kawthari. You want to be from the people of the Kawthar? Then they come into our life and ask us, what have you sacrificed for Prophet Then Allah inspires, come to the turuqs. If you follow them you'll understand. So between the big Prophet of Allah and this little boy who gave? The big Prophet of Allah, he was sacrificing the boy. That which you're not paying attention to and that you overlook the reality of Sayyidina Ismail who know he was the lamb, he was the sacrifice, he was the one who was going to be slaughtered. That's very dear to Allah Those people are the people of Maqam al-Ihsan, right? So in our life of tariqah your whole life will be to be crushed by them destroyed by them, talked bad about by them, humiliated by them. Everything around you will continuously humiliate you to say that you're nothing, you did nothing, you are, you are the worst, you're whatever they want to say. And the only reason you don't talk back and you don't give a sobat to go out and crush all of them is because your intention was for the love of Sayyidina Muhammad and if this is what my Lord wants and this will efface and to bring me to be nothing and to drink from the kawthar and to reach to maqam al-ihsan, this is the inheritance of Sayyidina Ismail Don't take a life in which you want to take your hisab with your own hand, you want to vindicate yourself with your own tongue, especially Ahlul Turuq. Don't only look to the big shaykh but look at who he's sacrificing. He's showing you the one whom he's sacrificing and he was also one whom was sacrificed by his shaykh. 
because this is the Maqam al-Ihsan, these are the Kawthari people. فَصَلِّ Rabbika وَنْهَارِ They went into their worshipness and Allah continuously crushed them, continuously effaced them, continuously brought them down and they say nothing. And they do all of it for the love of Prophet on the day that Allah opened for them to sit at the table with Sayyidina Muhammad and to drink from the holy kawthar. We pray that Allah give us the akhlaq of the turuq and understand the reality of the turuq. The people in the room it's not their worship that make them of any importance to Allah It's not their reading, it's not their qiraat, it's not their salah, it's not even their zakah. What gives their darajat, what make them to be kawthari, how much they were humiliated in this way. The, the wife, the shaykh, it's not her prayers, you think that she's praying a lot or not praying a lot, no. The fact that she took a life of tremendous humiliation, continuous difficulty, this life is not easy. So before we came with six bags and after a year kicked out and she had to follow. So what I have to do with you bald-headed people and big beards? So you have to come, don't worry about it. So I mean the slaughtering is, is all, that's what's dear to Allah not their salah, not their zakah, not their psalm, not their fasting. That all you've been ordered to do, do it. That's your Islam, that's your iman. But the people of Maqam al-Ihsan they've been crushed. They've been humiliated by every source possible and every night they battle with themselves, Ya Rabbi I'm only sitting on this carpet and staying because of my love of Sayyidina Muhammad Grant me to reach, grant me to reach to your najat. How all of the great Khalifas were slaughtered, how Ahlul Bayt were slaughtered, how all of them were destroyed for what? And how they remained patient? was love of Allah and His beloved Sayyidina Muhammad We pray that Allah grant us to drink from the kawthar, grant us in this holy month, this is the month of kawthar, this is the twelfth month, the power of nine and the power of awliyaullah makes it 108, 108th surah is Suratul Kawthar. So means that the twelfth month you're coming for your pilgrimage to drink from the zamzam. To drink from the realities of the kawthar. If I give you to drink from this kawthar, I will obliterate and destroy all your enemies behind you. They look like enemies, but in Allah's <laughs> eyes, there's nothing. The blow can make it all to go. If Allah's good with you and Prophet is good with you, you think anybody can reach to you? It's impossible. Subhanahu wa bika rabbal izzat amma yasifoon wa salaamun al mursaleen. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa hurmati Muhammad al Mustafa wa bi siri Surat al Fatiha. Sidna al Nabi, Sidna al Nabi, Sidna al Nabi, Sidna al Nabi, Sidna al Nabi.